0: Welcome to the Pretty Little Liars podcast on time, travel, murder mystery.com I'm Benjamin Light.
1: And I'm Marcus Marks.
0: And today we're going to be talking about episode 3 of Pretty Little Liars. Uh, I didn't grab the title for this. Did you happen to get it? To Kill a Mocking Girl. To Kill a Mocking Girl. They're reading To Kill a Mockingbird in class, of course. And this, this episode is just full of some Boo, boo Radley motherfuckers. So. Uh, let's jump in. Who do you want to start with, or do you want to start with just a general synopsis? Uh, I mean the general synopsis. This is this episode mostly focuses on, I would say, Hannah and Spencer. Um, I mean Emily and Arya have their moments, but it's kind of oh. Spencer dealing with the fallout from uh, stealing her sister's fiance, and then Hannah kind of like has Detective Wilden up her ass about uh, you know, her I'd friendship. I'd say you get. You get some Aria moments. You, Emily gets the least. Really. I'm not saying you don't get those moments, but uh, most of the kind of like, you know, emotional plot lines are happening with Spencer and and Hannah. Hmm. And um, eventually they all uh, go to some party to kind of blow off steam at Nolcon's house. Nolcon. Int- or introduced to Nolcon. He's like the high school bad boy. He throws parties. Um,
1: I think as you pointed out before, Nobody calls him Noel.
0: <laughs> they all call him Khan, Yeah. Uh, but the main thing is we f- kind of find out more about what happened with the Jenna thing, and that it was all blamed on Jenna's stepbrother Toby, who who's creepy. May, who's creepy and who may hate them because of that. Um, all right. So uh, I'm just gonna go through some basic notes about the episode, and then we can talk to the talk about the individual liars. I guess Does that sound good okay. to you? Yeah, sounds great. Um I thought I like the shot towards the beginning of the episode where it's Mona looking in her compact mirror and then kind of like like the compact mirror kind of like angles over to like see the the liars behind. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. We get introduced to Nolcon right away, high school bad boy who's throwing a you know, a happening party. That party which turns out to be like a lot of like teenagers playing foosball and like ping pong. But
1: I and it's funny, the setup is that everyone is getting laid at this party. This is the party where you just, you punch your V cards. Well,
0: that's kind of how Mona positions it to Hannah. She's yeah. just like, man, I wish I had someone to lay at this party, like you, Hannah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm initiating the Nolcon drinking game early. Every time we say Noel Con, I take a I take a drink.
0: Every time we on the episode say
1: Nolcon? Anytime, anyone, anywhere says no con <laughs> take a mm. drink all right i'll be dead by the end of this episode
0: we can hope so let's talk a little bit about Arya. um yes. like at the beginning there's that scene between byron and Arya where he tells her that she has a novel in her if she wanted yeah.
1: <laughs> there's a a lot of daddy issues at the breakfast table in that scene
0: chad lo does a good job of just being a real creepy scumbag who kind of might, like, care, you know? Like, yeah. you never know just how bad of a dad he is.
1: Yeah, he he manages to, like, straddle that line between, like, dad who just doesn't get it and might care mm-hmm. a little too much.
0: Yeah. And, and then knew- uh, Meredith walks over. Meredith is, like, the grad student who he, like, cheated on their mom with. He's back in town and like works like across the hall from him or something now? Like yeah. Arya's line why can't she graduate?
1: <laughs> yeah, Meredith is clearly uh, sniffing around mm-hmm. to get back in the the Byron, the Byron bus. Um, and then so you know back at school, like Arya's got the glow thanks to Mister Fitz.
0: Well, uh, like Fitz walks by and she's basically just like staring at his ass the whole time and kind of like. You know, really, thinking yeah. that's mine. And then she goes and tries to set up a date with him, like, in school. Like, it, it's it's funny how much she pushes it. Um, and he really does kind of come across as this kind of, like, weak pedophile who can't say no. Like, he tries yeah. to, but, like, you know, she won't take no for an answer.
1: Well, and, and so there's the one teacher or whoever walks in and doesn't really catch them. But, like, mm-hmm. they're, they're covering it up. Pose makes it even more awkward and like clear that something inappropriate is happening. Yeah, yeah. Than anything else they could have done. Uh, I just I had to giggle again when she talked about her
0: kin. She oh, Arya and her her Microsoft kin. Yeah, just going to leave
1: uh, a Hannah a Facebook uh, well, a comment on Hannah's Facebook wall. It's like Hannah's not answering
0: her text. I'll post a note on her wall. Yeah. Oh, and they even like had to throw in like the shading dialogue of like why would she respond to you on Facebook if she's not responding to your text? Yeah, yeah. Arya's like, I don't know, but Ching, cash that Microsoft <laughs> money.
1: <laughs> well, it's so brilliant, too. Like, why would I text somebody this personal question about this thing that we all are accomplices on, mm-hmm. or why don't I post this on Facebook for all the <laughs> world to see? For <laughs> a show about technology. At this point, they understand cashins, but they don't understand actual technology yet. Yeah.
0: And so then, I, I guess we'll just do these characters one at a time. So yeah, later on, Arya, she's kind of patrolling her turf there. She sees Meredith sniffing around like her mom's like gallery show thing that she's setting up, and she's like, you need to fuck right off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then later, Meredith shows up anyways, and she's like, guess what? I'm not in high school. Adults play dirty. You yeah,
1: know. look at all the fucks I give, little girl.
0: Yeah, it's like, I'm calling your bluff. You're, what are you going to do?
1: And Arya's move is to go right to Ezra's apartment. How does, does she know where to- he lives?
0: Who cares? That's a good question. How does Arya know where her teacher Ezra lives? She goes straight there and she's basically like doing a, I wouldn't say it's quite emotional blackmail so much as like emotional manipulation. Yeah. She's like, hi, kind of come in. He's like, wow, that would probably be totally inappropriate. Um, she's like, this yeah. The
1: high school student he made out with in a car for who knows how long. Yeah. And she's yeah. like,
0: yeah, I guess it would be. I guess I'll just cry and go yeah. home and, and, and he's like, um, are you okay? You know, like she's basically like, oh, if I could just stay here, I'd feel better.
1: She has this whole look about her, like it might as well be raining outside. Because mm-hmm. she just looks pitiful. In,
0: in Arya's world, it's always raining outside when she's sad.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he gives her the almost fatherly, like, 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 <laughs> sexy fatherly hug in the hallway. <laughs> so the, his neighbor, I love that his neighbor's door is right across the hall. So, like, never yeah. looking at the people, like, no, our neighbors are totally a pedophile
0: yeah totally never acknowledged so far that uh, there is sort of a parallel here between uh, her dad and her dad having been involved with the student and then Arya being involved with the teacher you
1: know i was going to say that in this episode both Arya and hannah are throwing themselves at men while running away from father figures
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you want to talk about hannah next
1: let's talk about hefty hannah
0: Hannah, uh, we learned at the beginning they're like trekking through the, the kind of framing thing in this episode is they're like going to some shed or something or yeah, like,
1: some kind of old hangout when they were in junior
0: high, some hangout that's like in the middle of the woods or something. Uh, um, they're
1: hiking there in heels at the beginning. Yes,
0: of course they are. <laughs> um, and Hannah kind of reveals that she's not really ready to like do some sort of memorial thing for her at the shed cause she doesn't think Ali's really dead. Yeah. Um, So that's interesting. She's right now the only character who really thinks that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, because of all the text and whatnot, she thinks she thinks Allie is a. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So they eventually run away from there. Uh. Then Hannah comes home, or actually, maybe it's the next day, or I don't know what, but comes downstairs to get breakfast, and there's Wilden, Detective Wilden, in a towel towel. and nothing else, towel around the waist, like checking out. Acting like
1: this is totally cool.
0: Checking out, what's in the fridge. Just like, hi, my like, uh, you know, my my male phallocentrism has just invaded your uh, domestic bliss here.
1: He's like, can I make you a waffle? Look at my package. Can mm-hmm. I make you a waffle, Hannah? Yeah. And it's, uh, I love when the the mom comes down, shooes him away. She tries to make it normal by like returning back to a sense of domesticity. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Hannah, can I make you breakfast? And Hannah's like, I don't eat breakfast.
0: Well, neither do you. <laughs> It's sort of like a betrayal of Hannah, you know, like she knows uh, on the one hand, she's doing this for Hannah, but on the other hand, it's like she knows Hannah doesn't like this and she's basically telling Hannah to just shut up and go along with it, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Hannah goes to school, runs
1: into her incredibly lame boyfriend, Sean, who is telling her about Noel Khan's party.
0: Does it seem like Sean would be friends with Noel Khan?
1: Well, I mean, you don't really get why. Why would those sense, guys though? be
0: friends with friends? I don't know. Yeah, because
1: they're just they're just really hardcore foosball enthusiast bros. Yeah, <laughs> this party where everyone rages like maniacs and just just panties are dropping and just like sex is flowing like rivers, and there's a foosball table.
0: Mm-hmm. And then Mona kind of she's with Hannah and she's. Kind of, and it's like, I wonder how much of this is intentional on Mona's part, and how much is just Mona being Mona, how she's like, like, man, too bad I don't have a guy to like screw at the party, because you know that's what's supposed to happen at this party, right? You're supposed to sleep with some guy, and like, if you don't, maybe that guy will leave you, you know?
1: <laughs> well, and so, but the way Mona handles it, though, is perfect, because she's, she's accusing Hannah of what's going on with Sean, which makes Hannah feel more uneasy of the asking Hannah why she wants to wait to have mm-hmm. sex with her boyfriend. And then Mona says, if you're not together in that way, how do you know you're together together?
0: And Hannah says, it's not a race, Mona. But uh, the seed has been planted.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. a little bit later on, we get this flashback to uh, back when Hannah was, is this the first time they've used the term hefty Hannah?
1: Yeah, and you they really use that fat suit.
0: yeah. Yeah, she actually looks a little bigger in the flashbacks now, and we learn that her nickname is Hefty Hannah, uh, or was her nickname, and it's like she's kind of hanging out, her and Allison are hanging out, and that Sean guy's around, and Allison's like, oh, why don't you go hit on uh, Sean there? And so, Hannah starts to, and then Allison, like, cuts in and totally, like, boxes her out, and it's like, it's like she's sort of helping Hannah, but then also kind of showing Hannah up and being like, this is, you know this is how it's done when, uh, you know, guys like you.
1: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, I think I think you actually get a genuine sense in this episode for the first time of Allison actually being a decent person, just a bitch. Kind
0: um, of, and then she's also totally horrible to Hannah later.
1: Yeah, 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 she's totally horrible to Hannah later, even though she does kind of apologize for it. But I think in her own way, she's trying to actually help Hannah here, but it's, it's in her own way, unfortunately. And it's clear that at this particular point, Sean is more into Allison than Hefty Hannah. Yeah,
0: well, because Hannah is basically like asking this guy is going to be at some party, and he's kind of like, uh, you know. And then Allison's like, well, I'm going to be there, like, you know, that means like all the, you know, you'll you'll be there too, right? And he's like, oh yeah, sure. And it's like, well, you kind of helped Hannah there, but then you kind of helped yourself and put Hannah in her place too, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Wilden shows up uh, to the school to focus on Hannah and ask her questions. Kind of yeah. uh, bring up that she used to be fat. Yeah, he's That's totally up as her as ass eat.
0: about how she used to be fat.
1: Yeah, the other girls all think that Hannah will be the easiest to crack. Mm-hmm. I can't on, wait for her to whip out the flask in this episode.
0: Well, Wilden just what a scumbag! Like he's like, oh, by the way, I happen to notice she used to be fat. Um, so anyway, tell me, uh, <laughs> tell me some more stuff you don't want to tell me.
1: Well, <laughs> he he basically accuses her of killing allison and then losing a lot of weight and doing her hair like allison to take over allison's spot
0: i wouldn't say he was actually accusing her he was asking her like he had a yearbook and he's like what about this guy does he did he know allison like i don't think he suspects her at this point i think he knows where her security is and he's trying to like he thinks that they have more information they're not sharing
1: well he's definitely trying to to crack her yeah Uh, and it's, it's, but see, to her mind though, it's coming as he's accusing her. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she doesn't get that he's just trying to unravel her completely. Yeah. Um, so he gets at the party and you can tell that Hannah's boyfriend is gay because he literally makes her watch him play foosball all night while people are supposedly like freaking on each other.
0: Yes, yeah, so I have written down in my notes Sean would rather play foosball than nail Hannah. So gay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and like, he's, re- re- he's really into that foosball game. He's just like, yeah foosball like what's that honey you want to go make out somewhere but but i'm playing foosball yeah yeah yeah
1: i got next um yeah and she is desperate to lose her virginity at this party
0: well the the seed was planted by mona wilden's creeping her out like it's kind of the the kind of main theme of this episode is probably like hannah is afraid that she'll she'll always be hefty hannah essentially you know change on the outside but she won't change on the inside
1: and she says to Sean, any guy that's this it would be happy to be with me.
0: Mm-hmm. And then he calls her desperate. Bad move, Sean.
1: Yeah. yeah. So she takes his
0: car, and she crashes it. <laughs> She's wrecking cars like she just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that car might as well have exploded while she walked away, putting on her sunglasses and not looking back.
0: Mm-hmm. But instead, she kind of limped away, crying. And then we had, later on, Wilden shows up at uh, Hannah's house when she's not there with uh, her mom, Ashley. And he, well, no, 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 I'm sorry, that's right. I forgot this, I really like the blocking The this scene. The scene starts out with Hannah talking to her mom. And then it, like, it just pans over and, like, Wilden's there drinking a beer. You know, and he's yeah, kind like, of like, ah! That. Like, there he is, right in their fucking kitchen, you know? And he's well, like, and- I can drive you to that party. Yeah, I wouldn't use the cuffs. And it's like, <laughs> wow, that's fucking creepy. He's, like, trying to position himself as, like, hey, Hannah, I'm your new stepdad. Mm-hmm. But while also we're... making, like, weird cop jokes and shit. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. won't use the cuss on you, you know?
1: We'll have to give you a ride in the squad car. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like he he's, like, I've had this inappropriate, strange sexual relationship with your mom for, like, maybe four days now. But uh, I'm your new dad, and I'm going to give you a spanking
0: whenever I want. Mm-hmm. Anna Marin was gonna try to use some protection there with her gay boyfriend. So good good girl for that. She reached into her purse and pulled out that Trojan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, Oh my god, what is that? I'm afraid <laughs> of girls. He's like,
1: Hannah, that's a prophylactic. It's used for heterosexual sex. What do we need that for?
0: I like how Mona seemingly just picked up some like random like European looking bro at that party. Like that guy looks like some sort of like soccer hooligan or something, you know?
1: Yeah, like total meathead. Mm-hmm. Shaved head, meathead.
0: But then, just as quickly, abandon him to like try and stop Hannah from driving off in that car. Hannah, where are like, you going? Yeah, you're fine. Well, that car—it seriously looked like a like a '90s like Honda Accord with this fancy neon spoiler, like you know, nailed onto the backside of
1: it. It's not a car that a heterosexual man needs to
0: drive. Yeah. Well, Sean can get back to playing some more Wall. Yeah,
1: which he does immediately after. Yeah.
0: Immediately after uh, turning down sex from his girlfriend, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go back downstairs and play some foosball." Maybe no con is free to play more foosball with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet, like, seemingly there's drinking at that party, but uh, yeah. these kids they they know how to close a night out. Yeah, lots of red camera. solo
1: cups. I I don't really know where on the property these people would go to like have all this sex because. Hannah and Sean it seemingly end up like in a uh, like a attic. It's like something. the attic or
0: something. You'd think that'd probably be the best spot. It well,
1: it's like a half across like an attic and a barn. I, don't, I yeah, I don't know where they're ending up.
0: One thing i I don't think I mentioned this last week, and it didn't even occur to me at the time, but it is interesting that at least uh, when you and I were growing up in teenagers, we never saw this in TV shows. That were like the girls trying to lose their virginity. Yeah. and the guy doesn't want to like you just never saw that it was always the guy trying to like, you know steal the prize from the girl
1: yeah the, the guy was always basically uh emily's boyfriend in this episode
0: yes mm-hmm. so emily's boyfriend switching to emily <laughs> she cock blocks her own boyfriend at the start of the episode it's by like funny. he wants to uh go to the the, the nolcon party to like nail her and <laughs> she's like oh but maya can come too right and it's just like oh you're not getting any he's like he's like what just happened here? Yeah.
1: Well, I love that he's just like it's like implicit. If she agrees to go to the party, sex, mm-hmm. sex, and then later
0: on he like surprises her in the girls' locker room and kind of, sort of, maybe tries to rape her. It, least, he uh, gets a little too physical, a little too far. Interesting line of dialogue where Emily says, "You're acting strange." As he's like forcing himself on her, yeah. <laughs> it's like really uncomfortable, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and she's very wooden about it. And then out of nowhere comes, we haven't talked about him yet, Creepy Toby. We have to talked about him, but the uh the first first appearance of the recast, Creepy Toby.
0: Yeah. AKA Boo Radley. He uh he does the uh shows up out of nowhere and like ruffs the boyfriend up, stop her stop him from forcing her himself on uh Emily. And like doesn't say anything, you know. Yeah. Just uh goes away and it's like, oh, maybe he's not a total asshole, you know.
1: Two guys who don't belong in the women's locker room, but yeah.
0: Yeah yeah why was toby in that one's bathroom we don't really know but he he kind of saved emily so now emily's she's starting to be willing to give toby a second chance the other liars are all like fuck that guy, he's a pervert you know
1: uh spencer specifically says toby is not a good guy emily he can be yeah. seriously dangerous
0: <laughs> so uh you didn't think maya was totally awful in this episode or no you did think she was awful what? i
1: just thought that she was very inconsiderate with uh This is, like, hours after Emily's breakup. They're going to the party with her and and Maya. And Emily's like, maybe I shouldn't have come to this party because she knows her boyfriend will be there. And Maya's like, what are you going to do? Like, stay home the rest of your life? It's like, well, (laughs) this is a little fresh, Maya.
0: Well, I I guess for me, like, I was so willing to put up with Maya just because Ben is so awful that, like, in comparison, it's like, hey, Maya's not that bad. She didn't try to rape her.
1: This is true. No one is as terrible as Ben.
0: Ben and those fucking giant ass ears—I can't stand that guy. Except
1: for maybe Wilden, but yeah. 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 Ben just looks creepy. Ben looks like the kind of guy that he like rapist. He looks
0: like a rapist. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then so they go. Emily and Maya end up in a photo booth. It's like the one of those kind of. Uh, well, I'm not gonna get into that, but the photo booth at a party that is probably not a real photo booth, but one they rented or something. Um, because right. at Noel Khan's party they rent photo booths.
1: This party which is in the middle of nowhere.
0: Well it's like uh like at like cabin. at a cabin or something yeah. like that, yeah. Outside of town. Um so they're taking lots of fo- photos in the photo booth and then like, oh, start making out. Camera catches that too. And, and then somebody immediately steals all the photos before they can even get out of there. Somebody photo
1: booth. dressed in all black and wearing gloves.
0: Somebody will go ahead and call A. A. Mm hmm um uh, and hannah's a little concerned where the photos go and maya's just like oh it probably ran out of paper ink or something like doesn't give a fuck you know
1: yeah yeah but, but you uh, definitely
0: sense that, like if maya were outed she wouldn't care at all but emily certainly would you know
1: at this point yeah because this is this is her whole identity this is her mm-hmm. whole life emily's not ready to accept who she is just yet because she kind of has to shut down not oh, shut down, but she kind of backs away from some of Maya's advances throughout this episode. I mm-hmm. mean, um, at one point, Maya makes a weird comment about how beautiful Emily is. And Emily's like, ah, right.
0: change the subject. Yeah. But I mean, some of that, even, even if she is acknowledging her own feelings, it's you know, still, she's a teenager and,
1: mm-hmm. you know, um, so then saving the best for last Spencer, Spencer,
0: Spencer, a great line at the beginning where, uh, they hear something in the woods when they're trekking to that shed, and Spencer says, it's a rabbit, and then Hannah, like, calls after it, and Spencer says, it's a rabbit, Hannah. It's not going to answer you.
1: This is the first appearance of Spencer's mom.
0: Spencer's mom. Uh, I really like the blocking in that scene as well, where it's Spencer and her mother, or, I'm sorry, Melissa and Spencer's mother in the foreground, and Spencer in the background, and it's interesting the way they move around the, uh, the kind of kitchen area there, um, mm-hmm. The show really doesn't get enough credit for the the camera work it does like it it could be shot like a normal boring teen show but they don't you know
1: well i mean it's not as overt in the first season i don't think but the the show's debt or or fondness for like film noir and like the Mm -hmm. the intricate camera movements you would see like in a hitchcock movie um that scene in the kitchen is glorious Well, Melissa well, yeah. uh, dealing with the aftermath of her breakup with Ren.
0: She says it was hard enough changing my status on Facebook. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, Makes which big, uh, uh, it's both
0: funny and sort of true. That isn't that like the worst the thing that you have to do, you know? The
1: big uh, exaggerated movement of like throwing away her what, like, like brushing past Spencer to throw away her wedding magazines. Yeah, one one, of, one like at a to to time, throwing time. the wedding magazines Stop away, glaring at Spencer.
0: And then she does the thing where she walks back and kind of, like, you know, shoulder checks her a little bit, just yeah. to let her know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, so Spencer's like, well, I'm going to take my muffin and go back upstairs. And the mom is kind of siding Melissa, and she's like, no, you're not. I'm steam cleaning your bed or whatever. You're going to sit right here and take some of this emotional abuse.
0: Well, I feel like the mom was like, look, you, you guys need to deal with this and not just, like, run away to your own rooms or whatever. Uh, and then Spencer spencer's kind of like pleading her case like I, I already told you i'm sorry i didn't mean for this to happen she's kind of going with the, like the ren it, you know ren did this i didn't you know encourage it or anything uh and then spencer like she can't she can't leave it at that she has to say well maybe if you, you should be asking yourself why ren felt the need to and then the mom just like cuts her off the look yeah and it's like yeah yes yeah, yeah, spence that was too far yeah and Melissa looks like she's about to cry and Spencer's like, Yeah, I'm kind of terrible, but fuck everyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so later Spencer goes to visit Ren in the city. And you can tell it's a city because there's lots
0: of car horns and ambulances. Well then they, and the they had like the the one helicopter shot of Philadelphia, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where he's crashing somebody's couch and she wants him to basically fess
0: up to being a dirtbag who kissed her and that she's completely Yes, yeah. And he's like, Well I already basically did, but your parents don't give a shit, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, and he gives her, you know, pretty good advice. Just go out and be excellent, you know, because your your family you're either brilliant or you're
0: rubbish. And uh I like that Spencer points out. She basically says, like, I'm not like not proud of uh, what happened. You know, it's like she's not. She doesn't feel totally bad about it. She kind of feels bad, but
1: well, it's yeah. She's very interesting. I mean, she's a typical person because she's she's not uncomplicated here. Mm-hmm. She didn't dislike some of the attention from Ren. She didn't want to get caught, though.
0: She didn't want to hurt her sister. Not. She didn't want to get totally. caught. Yeah.
1: I think if, like, Ren and her had never been caught, and he was still in the familial unit, and they were somewhat sneaking around with like, inappropriate flirtation, mm-hmm. she'd be very, very okay with that. Well, and, then- and he interprets that wrong because Ren is still putting the moves on Spencer, and well, she's having to shoot them down because they're too overt.
0: Well, he, uh, he does the whole maybe I fell for the wrong sister thing. And she's like, yeah, I'm gonna bounce now. Like, I think she's she's still. I mean, as far as we know, like, she's she's kind of like kissed like Ian before. We know from a flashback, and Ren kissed her, but like, we don't know if she's ever actually dated anyone. She doesn't. She doesn't really know how to handle like guys like kind of like you know showing uh, attraction to her. You know.
1: Well, and and two, Ren is Spencer is not Arya. Point out, yeah, like, yeah, talk, like Ren, Ren is like
0: way too old for her. Ren and is so
1: possibly the same age as Fitz. Probably.
0: I mean, he 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 says he's a a med student, right? Like Yeah. Like he's he lives like he's got to be like at least 22, 23, you figure. And she's and like 16.
1: You figure Fitz is probably in that neighborhood too. Mhm. And uh yeah, like Spencer is not okay with like some inappropriate flirtation <laughs> if she gets the uh, slyly feel like she's stealing something from melissa behind her back but spencer's not gonna fuck a pedophile
0: <laughs> later on melissa says i'm not eating pasta i don't want to be depressed and fat <laughs> and like glares at spencer yeah and i like until like basically like uh melissa's like oh by the way like ren talked to me like i'm not convinced you're still a bitch and i hate you basically um and at that point spencer is like debating stealing uh, melissa's old like paper on like russian the russian revolution so she could go party with her friends instead of writing it, and I think that like that was the conversation. It's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I'm stealing your paper. I don't care anymore. Just, just so we see that even though, even though Spencer is the smart one, she still has her limits. You know, like she's two having having trouble pets. focusing writing that anyway with all the family drama, and she's just like, yeah, yeah. yeah two things
1: about that scene. Um, number one, you may not notice technology wise. What kind of laptops are they using there?
0: Uh, they're using laptops, for, or, I'm sorry, notebook computers from a, a very popular computer company with stickers over the uh, part where yeah, the okay. logo of that That's computer a, company. They're definitely
1: out. covering the product placement there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in my notes, I just wrote, Spencer versus Melissa, delicious. Mm-hmm. um so in the flashback we find out that spencer witnessed allison talking to toby the night of the jenna thing and seemingly allison knew something enough to get
0: toby to take the fall the jenna yeah thing. She, she seems to have had something on toby to make toby take the fall um in that and scene toby
1: gets it, taken away in a police <laughs> car yeah
0: and his face is doing that thing that his face does where he just looks sad all the time I'm creepy that's the actor who plays toby not the greatest actor but he has like a naturally frowny face
1: it's very angular and lots of edges, and it's scary.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie was super fucked up to Hannah in that flashback. Like, Hannah kind of like starts to, to say, like, maybe we should just tell the cops everything that happened and be honest. And she's like, What's that? You're challenging me? Let me make you feel horrible for a little while about how you're fat, and maybe we should kick you out of the group, you know? Well, to the point where everyone else is like, Dude, chill out. That's pretty harsh, Allie. Well, Arya is the one who defends Hannah. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting the
1: way Allison then apologizes. But she doesn't actually look at Hannah. Mm -hmm. She apologizes to the group and And basically talks about how she's, sorry guys, I'm on a lot of stress trying to save our asses and I wouldn't have done this if I had known someone was in the garage and blah 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 blah. It's very like a a bitchy leadership move.
0: And it's like, wouldn't you have, you know? Seemingly she did. Yeah, like, uh, I'm not sure if we quite believe uh, your you know claim that you wouldn't have done this if you hadn't if you'd known someone was in there it seems like you kind of would have anyway yeah yeah um we're leaving out one of the best details about Toby is that he's Jenna's uh, stepbrother and yeah. so he like escorts Jenna around school
1: he's an older boy yes according to or older kid according to Emily um I have, I have one last little note on Wilden is that Hannah
0: says that he was a party boy in the class. And that he's like, yes. Yes. I made that note as well. He used to be a party boy doing cake stands yeah. and he, he's interested in their bracelets. He was asking, uh, Hannah about that, like these bracelets or no, I'm sorry. He's, he's looking for that bracelet in her purse when Ashley caught him. Yeah. Um, and then later on, they find Allison's bracelet at the end of the episode in the woods. And
1: then you get the, I think it's the first real A tag. Don't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The first bit where it's, this, we're presuming this is a, uh, the kind of black gloves and black clothing, uh, printing out like hundreds of pictures of, uh, the photo booth session of Emily kissing Maya and hanging them all up on a wall. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, the way they, they do that is kind of, um, giallo style where you see a lot of, in these scenes of whenever a is doing something nefarious and their lair or whatever, you see, like, the hands, or the the gloved hands, or, like, mm-hmm. shoulder of the outfit. You never see, like, a face, or a head, yeah. or whatever. Um, And, yeah, seemingly like A has, like, a big, giant wall of these photo mm-hmm. book pictures. And in this A tag, it seemed like it was filmed in a slightly higher
0: quality. Didn't it? Nah, it could have just been the lighting. It was more high contrast. Okay. Yeah. I did, like, uh, after Toby kind of, like, drops Jenna off at school, she... She just wanders by the liars as they're all like kind of whispering at her, and she says, "Whisper, whisper, whisper." Almost feels like Allison is still here. <laughs> and it's just, and they're all like, "Nah, creepy Jenna." You know?
1: Well, it's even, it's even added to it when uh, after Noel Kahn's party, um, let me take a drink real quick. Mm-hmm. After Noel Kahn's party, Emily goes over to Toby's house because Toby lives next to allison just like emily does or um like across the
0: street from emily i think or something or something
1: like that yeah she sees him on the porch doing something she goes over to thank him and he's like oh wow bashful oh, girl's talking to me and he she then departs back to her home and you see that jenna's been sitting there in the shadows the entire time and she's like, what is know- she thanking
0: you for yeah, yeah and he's like never mind it's not what you think As he's, like, repairing, like, a motorcycle engine on his front porch at night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I did like that at one point, Wilden calls Ashley Mama bear Uh, I thought that was amusing. All the moms on the show are somewhat Mama bears you know.
1: Oh, we forgot to mention that uh, Toby was at Noel Con's party, very briefly.
0: Was he? Or was that Spencer hallucinating? Because Spencer sees who she thinks is Toby, like, staring at her from the shadows, and then she has the flashback to uh, Allie like being me and Hannah, and, and you know we get all that, and then it cuts back and it's a different guy staring at her. So I is I, it? I took, thought it was Toby. Still no, him. that was a different guy. So I I took that to mean that she's Spencer is hallucinating, you know, that she's seen okay. Toby places, which bodes well for her mental health. Yeah,
1: Spencer's on the verge of of leaving one
0: shell behind and becoming. Well, she's amazing. already kind of. Abandoned somewhat of her academic goody two shoes thing, she just cheated basically, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and well, I I feel like the the
0: relationship of her sister is going to prove to be very rich. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed Melissa because Melissa is seemingly like a total bitch and then also able to be the victim at the same time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She knows her audience too. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is your favorite part of this episode?
1: Um God, I don't know, man. Um Hannah and Aria were especially wonderful in this episode to me.
0: Are you talking about the stuff with them at the beginning with the bugs and the gnats and all that?
1: No, not so much that the although the uh like Hannah, like why are you being so quiet? Because I want the gnats to be in my nose and not my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, no, just in general, throughout the episode, the two of them, um, especially Arya she getting fierce with Meredith and then like failing or losing, <laughs> um, and the same thing with Hannah too, like in a sense, like she's, she gets tough with Wilden in the sequence where he's, uh, uh, grilling her at the school, but it's essentially all for show yeah. because she's, you know. Oh, n-
0: we should mention a few things there like she won't tell the liars what they talked about because the liars the other liars they don't know about the thing with her mom and the shoplifting right. and all that and so that that's still a secret that only hannah has um and then later the mom kicks Will into the curb. she's like you're being creepy like and it's like you're you're obviously hanging around to try to like investigate this murder case by like sneaking through my daughter's shit so get the fuck out you know
1: well, I don't think she even really put together that it's because of the murder case. It's, it's just because he has taken this very unnatural obsession or interest in
0: Hannah. Um, yeah. I'd have to say my favorite thing was that moment with uh, Spencer and Melissa where she says, maybe you should ha- be asking yourself why Ren felt the need to. And then the mom just shuts her down with just like lasers out of her eyes. Because it was you know, like... You were wondering is Spencer gonna go there? Like what's the meanest thing Spencer could do in this scene? And she totally does it, you know. But not well, until she's kind of like feels like she's been backed into a corner.
1: But it's innocent though. It's, it's not calculated. Uh,
0: maybe a little bit calculated.
1: I think I think the thing is any scene with Spencer Melissa is guaranteed gold. But I think it actually becomes even better when you include the mom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it, it, there's all these like layers for the well, mom. Well the mom's probably- like
0: a lawyer. Yeah.
1: But, like she's, like, she's, like, kind of back and forth between the two girls, and they're both, like, manipulating her to a certain extent, and Melissa usually wins.
0: Well, and obviously they've both learned from her, too, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so last week you had you had the dad, and this week you have the mom, and I don't think you need the dad anymore. You don't need Nolan North anymore, because Spencer's, yeah, like you said, like, like, like Spencer's mom really is the template for these two girls.
0: Mm-hmm. And just the the conversations that she's having with Melissa about having to cancel all the kind of wedding events that were planned, you know, and it's like you have to call everyone and let them know not to come to whatever dinner and everything, and yeah, it is pretty cruel on Spencer's part. But as we're learning, these these girls can be cruel. Mm-hmm. I think you you
1: brought up a good point that. They still have modern-day secrets from each other, not just the flashback secrets, mm-hmm. because they're still coming back together.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're still coming back together. They're not totally comfortable with each other. Like Nobody knows about Arya's thing with Ezra. Um, Spencer just stole a paper, and nobody knows about that. Nobody knows about her and Ren, I don't think. I mean, Maybe Arya kind of does, because they were talking about it a little bit, but... But nobody knows what's going on with Emily... Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows about Emily and Maya, so yeah. they all have they all they have these kind of shared secret of the Jenna thing, and I think you see more in this episode how how complicit they were in both that and, and like Allie's general awfulness. You know, like mm-hmm. like how Allie could just be really mean to any of them at any point. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. They're,
0: they're pretty. They're little, but they're liars.
1: They are liars, and lies of omission are lies all the same.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, good times poor, So poor uh, Sean
0: in his gay sports car.
1: Yeah.
0: So I, I think we can assume from this A tag that uh, A's got some some good evidence on uh, Emily there that she's going to exploit.
1: Yeah. Oh, so also too the the. The girls are talking about having some kind of like private shrine to Allison that only they would know about, mm-hmm. but they do throw out the idea of maybe doing some kind of more public memorial to Allison, like a park bench or something. I believe
0: it's, I believe it's Aria that says something where the person who did this will have to drive by it every day and see it. Yeah. 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 As to my theory, there was a little, there wasn't a ton in this episode to really advance my theory that Spencer's a killer and Aria's A, but, um. It's always lurking. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think you could make that argument with uh,
1: uh, the way Arya words, it, if I remember correctly, is the person who did this to Allison. They may still be in town. Blah blah mm. blah blah blah. Um, I mean, that's something that I think the person who's trying to, who's a, who's trying to, you know, it's not something the killer would say. Anyways, next week's episode is called "Can You Hear Me Now?" Talking about technology. <laughs> and old uh, cell
0: phone commercial slogans. What was that? Verizon? I
1: don't remember the, the guy. The I, I think it's Verizon. Yeah. Yeah. But looking forward to it. It's weird to me that I, like in my memories from season one, I do remember this episode vividly. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it's other stuff from this the first season that I. I would
0: have. say this is a a pretty good, pretty eventful episode. Um. Already you see the, the girls are starting to, I won't say crack under the stress, but like, they're definitely like, it's changing them, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. Hannah's, Hannah's trying desperately to be one type of girl and that's not working out for her. Uh, Spencer is already like, willing to compromise herself. Aria's, you know, Aria's in her different TV show that's about Ezra. Well,
1: and Emily is on the verge of a brand new identity. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's it, the show is interesting because you do you balance out the
0: Allison stuff, like dealing with the dead friend.
1: The A thing is really just beginning still.
0: Yeah. Like yeah, a is they not- they got some more texts from A, but they're mostly like more like bullying than anything. Like after Hannah gets like denied by her gay boyfriend, the A is just like, ha ha, you know, like guess yeah. you'll always be hefty, Hannah.
1: Well, and it's interesting too. I think at the beginning. Somebody asks Spencer, like, did you get another text from A? And Spencer throws it back with, like, well, haven't we all? mm mm-hmm. Like, I think Spencer's smart in th- assuming that she's not the only one getting bullied by A. Mm-hmm. They're just not. She acknowledges that they're just not talking about it. Um, But, yeah, the A thing is still kind of ramping up. They're kind of working that in slowly while dealing with, like, the modern-day soap opera elements, especially Aria. Mm-hmm. Arya really is a different show altogether.
0: Well, I mean... You can see her as just being a young girl who's distraught about, uh, you know, extramarital shit with her dad, and she's going to this person for comfort. Or you can see her as being totally manipulative and calculating, you know? Well, isn't that what people do, though, when they have no control? They try to control something else? Perhaps. Or someone else? How did she know where he lived? <laughs>
1: I don't know if the show ever answers that. You would think
0: Ezra would be like, how did you find me? Yeah. <laughs> but is such like, a weak pedophile that maybe he doesn't care. He's like, I'm not, I'm not
1: looking to feel you up, but I do need to check and see if you're wearing a wire. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and because this is a show and it's weird, I'm going to do it right here in the hallway where all my neighbors can see me and hear me. Mm-hmm. Not moving to my tiny one one room apartment.
0: Yeah, he's pretty okay with her just showing up there. He doesn't want to let her inside, at least at first. Showing up inside. In no time. Alright, well, uh, yeah, next week can you hear me now? Until then. Chula.
1: Thank you.